I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 107 here on a Saturday at News Talk 830 WCCO. Tech Talk underway. Doug Swinhart in studio. And uh, the rules are simple. If you're having problems with your computer, uh, hardware, or software, whatever, feel free to call the program. 651 989 9226-651-989-9226. That's good for the phone lines and the text lines. And remember, it's better to call or text early. We'll be sure to get to your call or text later in the program. You're, you're kind of rolling the dice. So 651-989-9226. Before the program today, uh, you talked about uh, a solid state drive and an upgrade. And we brought it up a week ago, Doug. If you have an older computer with a traditional hard drive, one of the best things you can do, and it's relatively affordable, um, if you take your time, you could probably do it yourself, is do that upgrade. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was fortunate this week at my house. It's uh, Mac week. I got three separate systems in to take care of. I got two SSD drives to put in, and one in particular Really got my attention. It was an iMac 2013, and I decided to go with the newer operating system. I cannot believe the difference in this computer. My goodness. I I, I believe the hardware. I think it came to $195. It's just just blistering fast. Blistering fast. Night and day. Oh, there's no comparison. Uh, I opted to do a fresh install and use Apple's new data migration tool, which is just slick. That operating system being a fresh install really made a difference in this thing. I, I'm just, I'm so pleased with this. I just can't say enough good things about it. But uh, Windows machines, laptops, desktops, you name it. Um, and it is relatively straightforward if you take your time. And I know you have your favorite SSD drives. I know you've talked a lot about Samsung's and being relatively straightforward. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, the thing is, is, is with a Mac, it appears to me that each Mac you have to take as an individual unit. And they will take a little bit more time. But there is an enormous amount of information. Now, we purchased the hardware for this Mac from Otherworld Computing, MacSales.com, a tremendous business dedicated to Mac, use Macs, refurb Macs, upgrading Macs. And the hard drive that they sent was a one terabit. It was just a wonderful piece of equipment. Um, if we're doing PCs, we can go with a, with a Samsung if you're going to do a, mirror dri- a drive mirror. But you can get an Inland Professional, 240-gig Inland Professional Micro Center for $25. So I picked wow. up three of them on Sunday. Uh, depending upon your computer... I try to judge how much people I would encourage them to spend on hardware with the total value of their computer. If you've got a 15-year-old computer, buy a $25 drive and let the good times roll. If you've got a 2-year-old computer that you're using for work and using for school or home, then step up and get yourself a Samsung. 
get a nice drive, get a 512, somewhere around 500 gigabytes, and put it together with a mirroring so you can maintain your Windows license and just roll forward. It's amazing the difference. And with laptops and portables, it really is a no-brainer. They put off no heat whatsoever. They take a fraction of the power. It's just, and I think they weigh considerably less as well. So it's just an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, I would encourage every person that's using a, some sort of a computer to consider and do some research on a solid-state drive. And, by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email a little bit, a little bit later on in the program toward the end uh, if you want help with that. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's one of those where there's a lot of tutorials online, and uh, oh. I'll walk you through it. YouTube especially. Yeah, you know, if people have a secondary computer, you can actually find videos that go step by step by step by step. And if you've got a computer sitting next to it, connected to the net, next to the one you're working on, you hit your pause button, do your little little thing, something comes up, you still got a machine there, you can do some research behind the video, pull up an open browser. Yeah, you can get through this. Just take your time. Take your time. When you're installing hardware, never force anything. Gentle, gentle, gentle. When you're tightening, you need them snug, but do not over-tighten. And that's extremely crucial with a Mac. Some of the screws are extremely small and require special equipment. And that's kind of why I like this other world computing. You can buy a kit, and they even send you the tools. It's, I mean, it's really good. It's good. It's come a long way in the last 10 years. By the way, our number on the program, 651-989-9226. We've made it easy now. One number, call or text all our programs here at CCO. All right, running an MS Surface Pro 3, is Windows Defender sufficient protection, or should I be running additional spy malware protection? You know, the way Microsoft has this set up, it should suffice. Now, if it really kind of depends on you as a user. What you're doing with your machine, where you're going, there's nothing wrong with an extra antivirus. I think if you've got Windows Home or the Starter, you're definitely going to want to get malware bytes or SpyBot Search and Destroy, which if you pay, I think it's $20 a year, they will add an antivirus as well. Uh, both of them are real competent, and the way Microsoft is set up is Windows Defender will allow that commercial package to do its thing, but kind of lay in the background and just kind of keep an eye on it. If anything happens, if it expires or your patterns aren't up to date, Windows Defender will pick up and take off and just jump right in and fill in that gap. So, But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with an extra one. On a Surface Pro, probably not. I, I think that's probably you're, – you're good to go on that one. All right, Windows Defender is still pretty good. Oh, sure. All right, uh, Doug, can you put an SSD drive into, say, a PS4 or an Xbox system? I believe anything that has a SATA – Interface. I've heard of people doing this, and the big thing is is how to mirror that drive. I I got to tell you too that if you're able to accomplish this, you're going to have a lot faster device. Uh, I think you're going to want to make sure that you're out of warranty because it it's definitely going to break whatever warranty that you have unless you're a qualified, authorized repair individual. Uh, but yeah, I believe that anything with a SATA interface. If you can mirror it so you can actually get the exact operating system on that SSD drive, 
It should work. A number of years ago, when the SSDs first came out, I had DirecTV, and that had a hard drive in it. And I was able to replace that hard drive with a solid-state drive. And it it made quite the difference. It was a, an enormous speed difference. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot online about that with all the gamers out there and how they can soup these machines up. So I, I would check that out as well. Uh, once again, uh, the PlayStation and uh, the Xbox. Uh, my my daughter's a big gamer, so we got one of each at home. Oh, so sweet. There you go. Well, you got some work to do then. <laughs> yeah. But one <laughs> I thing I would that. like to mention on running searches in Google is if you're running this search, it might be a good idea after you put in what you're going to search for, slide up and click the tools indicator on the top screen of, of Google, then slide over to the left and indicate the last year. That way your results are going to be current within the last 365 days. That will actually help give you some current information and reduce the amount of looking and hunting and pecking you're doing from from your search results. But Google and the Internet, as you know, it's a wealth of information. To the phone lines we go here on Tech Talk with Doug. Let's go to Darren and Albert Lee. Darren, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Doug, my question is regarding a screen replacement. I dropped my Lenovo Yoga 2 solid-state drive, and you know, it's, the, the screen works except for maybe an inch-wide ribbon of light that comes on, and... Um, I hate to lose this computer. I was yeah, that's a nice story. machine that you have. I I, I, I think I got a, a handle on what you have. If that was at my house, I would actually go to eBay, and I would put in my exact model and screen replacement. And on eBay, I like buying equipment on eBay for a couple reasons. Um, first of all, eBay, as you know, really watches people's reputations. Second, you're going to get everything up front, right away as to how long it's going to take to come. Do they allow returns? And if they allow you to pay it with PayPal, that gives you a double and a triple protection as to what you're getting. I have had great success on eBay buying parts. And in fact, in your particular position, you may actually find a machine that somebody wants to sell the entire machine and they say it's dead. This works. This works. This is why it's dead. Could be motherboard, could be any number of things. You might be able to buy a whole entire machine and carry your maintenance through for the next decade. But that's what I would do. Um, you should be able to go to Lenovo and locate a service manual and do a good bit of reading through that service manual and find out what kind of tools you're going to need step by step. And when you go to do this, I like doing them at night. Phones aren't ringing, nobody's around, it's nice and quiet. Take your time, line up the screws exactly the way you took them out so you're putting them exactly back in to the same holes. And I know they look the same and they look, but sometimes they have actually a little bit different threads. Or during the manufacturing process, they can tighten them a little bit too tight and they'll fit better. So put them back in the exact place where you took them out. Take your time and you can do this. Um, If you need some help with that, give me a call and we'll walk you right through it. By the way, Doug's uh, phone number and email later in the show before we say goodbye. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. We'll visit with Dave in Invergrove. Here are the numbers. It's simple. Phone or text 651 989 
888-900-9226. Tech Talk, Doug Swin, hard in studio here on CCO. It is one twenty-one on Saturday. Steve Thompson in, Doug Swin, hard here. It is Tech Talk. Jonathan Lowe is our producer today. Always good to see Jonathan on a Saturday. Always good to see Jonathan anytime. 83 degrees, partly cloudy. West winds at 9. Our dew point 61 here in the Twin Cities. Today, the much better day. Showers and thunderstorms look pretty likely on Sunday uh, here in the greater Twin Cities area and beyond. We'll keep you up to date on that. We promised we'd go to the phones right away here on Tech Talk. And here's Dave in Inver Grove. Dave, you're on the air. Hey, Doug. Uh, long time no see. About a year ago, because I listened to you on the radio for so many years, uh, I had a problem with, uh, an, let's shall we say, an older version of a, a, a laptop, Toshiba laptop, and it was causing me a lot of problems. So I called you up, came over to your house, and you just took care of me. And I'm telling you what, two years later, that thing is still Good. going strong at the vacation. Awesome. But, yeah, it, it was great. So you did a great job. But um, here's a, a real quick question. Sure. Um, at home here in my office, I have an older personal PC computer. I, it's a Heward Packard. And, you know, it works great. I got a nice big screen, and I got fast internet from Comcast, so it works great. But it's hooked up to an Ethernet cable, okay, and not, not Wi-Fi. So with that said, uh, we're moving, and the room that I'm putting it in, the place I'm putting it in, even though they could run a cable there and everything, I want to know. Like, my wife has a newer PC, whatever brand it is, it is. But hers, just because it's a newer one, just, ought, you know, there's something inside of that PC that she can hook up wireless, okay, and doesn't have to have the Ethernet cable. So I'm wondering, is there some way you can oh, work your, your piece magic, of cake. shall we say, oh, this, and yeah, make this my is... older one hook up to hook up to Wi-Fi by attaching some parts or doing something? You know, you can get a, you can get a, a Wi-Fi adapter, plugs right into your USB port, uh, train it up, and it now it's like it's an internal Wi-Fi. When you go shopping for this, I want you to spend a little time reviewing and doing a little research on the what's happened through the evolution of Wi-Fi. The 802.11 is the actual, I don't know how to say it, topology of what we're working with. But there are different speed variances in there. And if you can get one that will do 5 gigahertz, um, an 802.11ac, for example, that would be a tremendous boost. Now, in addition to that, there is actually networking available that will run through your electrical AC outlets, which might also be an option for you. That That's relatively new, isn't it? It they're, is. They're starting to hone in on that technology. You see more and more hardware that will turn the wiring in your home into a gigantic antenna for your Wi-Fi because a lot of homes have trouble with reception in certain rooms if you have a big fireplace or something along those lines. This is actually pretty slick. I I think with his HP, I think the best solution would be to buy an extender, even if the house doesn't need one. It would plug into an AC adapter, and it would talk to the Comcast modem through Wi-Fi, but a lot of these actually have an Ethernet port. And that way you're not mm. changing your configuration at all. You're getting the max speed for the Wi-Fi, and it will cook. And you can usually pick one of them up today for 50 60 70 bucks. And if you need help finding one of those, you give me a call. We'll jump on Micro Center's website, and you can drive over and pick one up. 
And thank you so much for the call, Dave. It's always good to hear a little good news. Yeah, and really, when it when it comes to Wi-Fi technology, this this continues to evolve as well. Wireless routers or you know, the the routers themselves are, are getting better, and then the stuff that goes along with it to make sure that you're getting coverage, whether it's out on the deck or the patio or out in the garage, for that matter. I I've got a neighbor, good friend, retired mechanic who does a lot of work out in the garage because he's trying to search a, sure. a code or whatever. So depending on how you use your computer, having good Wi-Fi throughout the house is, is becoming a bigger and bigger deal. Oh, absolutely. And the, the thing I really like watching the this particular part of the technology world is somebody somewhere said, well, how come wireless is slower than wired? And today... That's not always the case. Uh, some of these Macs, too, the newer Macs, they come with Wi-Fi that's just as fast as an Ethernet. Amazing technology. Yeah. It is 126. Let's go to the text line again. Remember, some phone lines open right now at 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. That's good for calls or texts here on the program. Last week, you gave a website address for uh, cleaning up a computer that's very slow to start up. Uh, it's a Windows-based machine. What is the website? Um, you know, ADW Cleaner, maybe that came up on the program. Kind of clean up the machine a little bit. Yeah, you know, right away, if, if this was three months ago or four months ago, Steve, we'd be talking about CCleaner. You can still get a trial version of CCleaner. And Avast has bought... Piriform out, I think lock, stock, and barrel. But there are still file depositories where you can get older versions of CCleaner. And I really like CCleaner, the way it cleans up a Windows machine. It's just, in fact, maybe it's time, Steve, we start encouraging people just just to pay for it and buy it. CCleaner is worth every penny. I think they're wanting like 19 bucks for for the package. It's well worth it. But CCleaner, C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R, just run a search. I know that Avast now owns it. And when you actually install the trial version, uh, they will install Avast antivirus too. And if you're looking for an antivirus, there's nothing wrong with Avast. It's right on top of the pile of of who the good guys are. But um, I think they're probably referring to CCleaner, would be my guess. Okay. So clean up that computer. You brought up ADW Cleaner before as well. What does that do? This is um, um, a portable package that's produced by Malwarebytes. And ADW Cleaner is designed that if you have malware or virus running in RAM, that, uh, that your normal antivirus malware security package can't find or can't undo, ADW Cleaner will save on your desktop. You don't install it. You just run it, and it cleans it up. It will check to make sure that it has the the most recent database and rock and roll. And just go to Google and type in A-D-W-C-L-E-A-N-E-R and press enter and search. And if you have trouble downloading it, you can download it at Major Geeks File Depository as well. It's a tremendous package. And you can't say thank you enough to malware bites just for this particular little piece of work. It's it's a tremendous piece of work. Quick break. We have the weather. We have more on Tech Talk. Here's the number. Text or call 651 
989-9226. It is 129 on a Saturday at CCO. It is 135 Tech Talk underway here on a Saturday. Steve Thompson, Doug Swinhart. By the way, our phone number and text number is the same at 651-989-9226. Let's go to the phone lines again, Walter. And Asiola, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Walter. What's up? Doing? Good, Walter. Uh, I've got a I've got a uh, an HP desktop uh, and Windows 10. On Windows 10, I keep getting a notation on the lower right hand side that said Microsoft wants to verify that it's a real uh, Windows 10. So it asked me to type in a number that I get from the desktop. I've typed that number in at least five times. It's oh, like, Walter, you got to give me a call this afternoon. I'll take care of that for you. I, I know exactly what you're dealing with. This is a this is an ugly, ugly thing that they've got on their server. They've got your original computer because it's yours was a refurb. I, I guarantee it. And your original update shows that it had Windows Server on it. And when it was refurbished, you went to a normal desktop. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Give me a call later, and I'll I'll pick up, and we'll rock and roll and have that done for you in minutes. And I'm sorry you're having a problem, my man. Yeah, some sometimes when you have to enter passwords multiple times. and uh, Well, this is actually something different yeah, well, from that. Well, right. It's, it's, it's a registration key. But it does get frustrating. It's like, how many times do you need to ask me for the same information? You know, yeah. what, what what is going on? And we, we went through that for a while on the work computers. Um where we had uh, voice over internet uh, telephones in our offices. And it was just like every other day we were entering passwords in all these devices and in our laptops. It it just was driving people nuts. Now they've got that cleaned up, but it it is annoying. Well, and and um, and I should give you some background here, Steve. I actually put this system together for Walter. Uh, I know the computer he has. We did a dual boot with Linux and Windows. And then he wanted Windows 10, so we went to Windows 10. And that's that, I think, is where the, the, the problem with any time he's even close to a Microsoft, Microsoft says, wait a minute, something's not right. They've got this thing registered now, would be like the third product key. And they're going, that's not right. So that's why he's getting this. But I can shut that nonsense off. We'll get him yeah. taken care of. So uh, it, it is one of those things where you're running into that. that you, you do want to get a hold of someone and not put up with that aggravation. Generally, uh, these these things should run pretty smooth where, you know, you log in and you're good to go and shouldn't have to horse around with that sort of stuff. So good. Uh, Doug, by the way, his phone number and email coming up a little bit later on in the program. Um, let's stay on the phone line. Let's go to Rob in New Ulm. Rob, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I just got a quick question. I have uh, one of those uh, Blink wireless cameras. I got it for a birthday present. And uh, anyway, long story short, it doesn't communicate with my wireless uh, um, setup in the house. I've called the company, and they say it's uh, the type of wireless, uh, uh, like WP level. And then the I've talked to the local co- company or the local uh a phone company about the wireless, and they say no, or my internet provider, and they say no, it's the camera. So I, I'm not sure what. Um, it's fairly new, 
Um, oh. You got to give me a call so I can actually jump on my computer and take a look at the configuration of this machine. I have a feeling that sometimes, the even if it's new, sometimes these things wireless will only connect at 802.11b or G, and they won't go to N. And your router may be set up to disallow anything below N. It, it may be as simple as one quick little change on, on your modem. You call it a modem. It's actually a router. But give me a call, and we'll connect up, and I'll take a look, and 10, 5, 10 minutes of configuration. And if it doesn't work, then you're going to know why it's not working, and you may need to return the product or get an update. Um, thank you for the call. I hope that helps. Yeah, and these wireless cameras are more and more popular. You see oh. kind of the doorbell cameras and all these other products in the home for security or, or whatever. But uh, sometimes that can get tricky. Oh, yeah. You know, generally they're plug and play, but when they're not. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they, they try to make it so you turn it on and maybe you use a smartphone to connect it. Um, I'm not so certain he hasn't combined two different methods to connect the, the manual. And then of course this WPS method, which that that's not going to be good with any modem or router. You want to keep your entire local area network consistent with all your devices. But until somebody actually explains this, it, it can be a little daunting. Um, once we get it all coordinated with all of his devices, it'll be just goof proof. Perfect. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Sometimes when I go on my computer after being off for maybe an hour, uh, sometimes more, my computer comes back from a sleep mode. The monitor comes on, but I have no cursor. I move the mouse all over the place, but it doesn't show up. I have to restart to get the cursor back. What could be going on there? That's actually a conflict between the way the power settings are set up in the BIOS and how the power settings are set up in software, being the operating system, Windows, or Linux. That's got to be coordinated. Um, If you're in Windows 8 or 10, you're going to want to boot into your setup and take a look and start to do a little research on S4, S5 settings. And, in fact, your simplest might be to shut off the hardware power settings. If you shut that off and just give it to the software, that also should correct this problem. This is pretty common, Steve, when uh, people are, are taking stuff out of Hibernate and standby and all that. Most of the time, and with an SSD, you can shut o- almost all that stuff off other than turning your screen off. Um, that way it's, you don't have to worry about the timing issues and hard drives stop and drain. RAM stops and drains. So it's really not using any more power, whether you're using the standby or the hibernate or nothing at all. Um, but screen burn is an issue. You don't want your screen to burn into whatever is being displayed. So after 14, 15 minutes, I shut off the screen, but I leave everything else on, and all this goes away. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of sleep or hibernate. Either it's on or it's off. You know, you, you do have that screensaver mode, as you said, where it shuts down. Um, at work, we have a protocol where it logs off, and you quickly log back in if you've been away from the computer for a period of time, a security measure. Right. But but ultimately, I've never been a big fan of that, the sleep and the hibernate and all that. Sort yeah, of you know, here's the thing. I, I've been in this business a while, as you know. You can talk to 25 different people and have them explain the difference to you from sleep, hibernate, 
and suspend, and you're going to get 52 different explanations. Yeah. It's just bizarre. I, I'm not certain anybody really I, – I get how it's saving the files and this kind of thing and making mirror images and supposed to be faster to do this and that. But you go, well, why? The equipment coming out today is so energy efficient that I just don't think that all this extra software nonsense is helping anything. And I believe it has a tendency of actually corrupting a lot of your cache files and the temporary files that it creates by making these functions happen. So I, I just turn them off. I have really no reason for them. So, um, But like I say, make sure your monitor after 14, 15 minutes just powers down. As soon as you touch a key or a mouse, your monitor will come back on and you'll be able to go to work. I have a older Dell computer from our text line. I have an older Dell computer that has Windows Vista on it. Is it worth to put any money into this computer to kind of get it up and running again? Yeah, you know, surprisingly, I'm going to say it probably is. If it has two gigabytes or more of RAM, absolutely. If you're willing to spend another $25 on a solid-state drive, I would pop that solid-state drive in there and put Linux on there so fast it would scare you. It, you will be amazed at how this thing runs. It'll boot in 35 seconds. You'll have full access to the Internet. Uh, Labray Office, you can open, edit, and save all your Microsoft Office data files. It's just a no-brainer. Uh, put some life back into that baby. Don't be throwing it away. It's probably a lot more computer than you know. And if it has 4 gigs of RAM, now you really got a winner. And a lot of Vista machines came with 4 gigs. Yeah, so don't throw it away. No. If uh, the hardware is in good shape, why not? Absolutely. Why not uh, keep it running? It is Tech Talk on a Saturday here at CCO. Doug Swinhart in studio. Twins and White and Sox later on a Sports Saturday. Get started following the news and weather at 2. Number again, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. To the phones we go. Mary, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Mary. Hello. Do we got you? You do. Can you hear me? Sure. Yeah. What? Let's rock. All right. <laughs> Um, this sounds kind of screwy, but I got a Chromebook. I thought it was an HP. It turns out to be a Lenovo. Wow, well, that happened. I've never, I had never heard of Lenovo. Oh yeah, no. Most mo, there's a lot of manufacturers that are installing hardware with with the Chrome OS. That's that's not unusual. Is there something I can help you with it? With, that you're having well, trouble? I need to know how it compares. I know you were very high on the HP product, and I was wondering how this one compares. And I haven't really used it yet. I'm going to have it booted up pretty uh, on Tuesday. I'm going to have someone from the Geek Squad do it. Oh, you can I'm take care. Very... Yeah, you can take care I... of that. That well, here's the thing. I I don't want to tell people that HP is the only computer to buy. There are a lot of good computers over, out there. And I must tell you this as well. I have had tremendous success with Lenovo's. You, you got a good computer. Uh, there's no question in my mind. The Chrome operating system, if you fire that thing up, it's going to walk you through as long as you can connect it to, the, to your wireless. It's going to rock and roll. Now, the one thing I do, Steve and I make mention of with Chromebooks, is you really do want to have a good, fast Internet. Uh, these things are, are more oriented to being online all the time. But you bought a nice machine. And oh, good yeah. luck. And if you have any trouble or questions, feel free to give me a call. I love working on that. Yeah, we, we've, we've talked about Chromebooks quite a bit uh, for the price point. 
number of years ago, I bought an HP Chromebook. I still use it all the time. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bring it out. I brought it to Target Field. I've, I've brought it to other events. I'll bring it out to the fair. As a matter of fact, my wife got a Chromebook as well uh, because she finally had an old MacBook Pro that it was time to put into retirement. This thing was 10 years old, 11 years old. It it was having some issues, some hardware issues. Um, Hard to beat, but you're right. There are a lot of great products. Acer uh, makes a Chromebook. I mean, look around. They're available wherever you buy electronics. Uh, I've had good luck with the HP. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, and and here's the thing. We are going to see more and more Chromebooks and Chromeboxes, which would be the desktop version, as we move forward. I played with Samsung, Asus, Acer. There are a lot of them out, and they all run good. The Chrome operating system actually requires considerably less hardware to really get the job done and get the job done properly. So, And that really equates to how much out-of-pocket expense they are to buy. That's truly what's making them less expensive. That they, they, just, they just run. You know, when Google first started this, they touted this operating system as always new, never needed to be updated. Anytime that you're online, it's just don't have to worry about viruses, no anti-malware. You just run. comes so you can do docs and spreadsheets and pictures, and you've got a huge storage space with Google Drive up in the cloud. They are a tremendous value, I believe. I think it's one of the best buys you can get today is a Chromebook. Let's go to Bob. Bob, you're on the phone lines. Hello. Hi, I have about an 8- or 10-year-old uh, desktop Dell computer that has Windows 7, uh-huh. and I'm I'm not sure whether I should um, get rid of the whole computer and start over or whether I should try to update it to Windows 10 and continue to use it. It does run a little slow, and I like to do a lot of photography editing. Ah, I see. All right, well, I, I don't want to be over-self-promoting, but... You should know that I would love to take a look at that computer. I would run a complete hardware diagnostics to find out what you got and make a recommendation. That computer truly is within my wheelhouse. I can almost guarantee that with a 240 gig solid state drive for 25 bucks, reinstall, and I would encourage you to stay with seven. Reinstall Windows 7, get that baby optimized to the nines, purchase a commercial antivirus, and let the good times roll. This way, whatever photographic software you have purchased for the machine already, you should be able to reinstall without any issue. You've got all the licenses, it's all paid for, and rock and roll. I'd love to hear from you next week. Give me a call, and we'll see if we can get a time set up, and you can drop that thing off at my place, and I'll run a diagnostics for you, and we'll go from there. All right, we'll have Doug's phone number and email in a moment before the end of the program. Daryl. Having trouble with PDFs. What do you got, Daryl? I've got uh, my computer. Is, uh, but anyway, my, I can't open up any PDF files. Hmm. I talked to Doug about a month ago, and he, I was having trouble with Office, and you had me install Libre. Oh, Libre. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, oh, you know PDF what? I will, I, I'm not sure. I think what's happened to your PDFs has nothing to do with Libre. But what I see that's common is you may need to go to and download Acrobat Reader or 
you might also want to just open up a browser, go to google.com, and in the search box, type in Sumatra, S-U-M-A-T-R-A, and then hit your space bar, and then type in Major Geeks, and download and install Sumatra. Now, your computer is probably a 64-bit, and Sumatra comes in two flavors, a portable or a full installable. In your instance, I would do the install. Once you'd run that, every PDF, and then you got to associate a PDF file being your default to open up that program. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call. I'll walk you right through it. This is not a tough problem at all. And we'll get you taken care of. And thank you so much for the call. Yeah, I know sometimes PDFs and getting them to open in Windows 10. Sometimes you got to open. Uh, I use Adobe Acrobat. You know, open that first, then open the PDF. Windows 10, there, there's some sort of funny routing going on. Yeah, and, I'm not yeah. certain what's happening. It's, uh, I've I'm not noticed thrilled. That, uh, yeah, I've noticed that same effect. I Windows 10 wants you to open it up in Microsoft Edge. I, and it's a PDF. It's a portable document format. I would much prefer that you use a PDF program. Yeah, I've, I've seen that yeah. right from day one with Windows 10. All right, we're out of time on the program, but we want to get Doug's phone number and email out there. Of course, Tech Talk Saturday is between 1 and 2 here on the CCO. Doug, Thank how do you. we reach you? Uh, 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H dot com. 651-552-9543. And thank you, Steve. We had great calls today. Yeah, a lot of great calls as always. Doug, have a good day. Enjoy the beautiful weather. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.